Welcome to Hope for the Uprooted, Stephanie. I am so delighted that you are joining me for a very timely, timely podcast. And first of all, I just want everybody that's listening to know that I love you to pieces. I don't have anybody on my podcast that I don't love to pieces, but I love you so much. And we're just kindred spirits because we're both from the South. But tell me how you tell the audience how we met. Oh my goodness, you were the lifesaver. I remember I had moved from Georgia to Arizona and it was so tough. I thought, gosh, what have I gotten myself into? And uh, it felt like my life had burned to the ground. I had left all of my friends and family, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. It's starting over. And I was crying amidst all of the boxes and my kids. I have four kids, and they had all gone off to different schools, and my husband was at work, and I was working from home. And I just looked around, and I thought, what in the world have I done? So I began to pray and my, my husband, he was just so sweet. He was like, he's an engineer and he can usually fix anything. And he looked at this and he was like, I can't fix this. So he began to pray and just pray that the Lord would change my heart and give me a new perspective when I just didn't know what to do. And uh, so I ran over to the bookstore and I was looking through the books and I had my glasses on because I'd been crying. And I thought, Lord, I'm not going to leave here. If I have to camp out, I need an answer today. So I started looking through all the books and there it was a book called after the boxes are unpacked. I couldn't believe it. So I thought, well, I'll open it up and see what it says. And the first chapter immediately was talking about from grits to guacamole, a woman's journey from Atlanta, Georgia to Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'm just like, what? I mean, could it be more specific? <laughs> Is this real? And I just was so thankful. So I emailed you. I didn't know where in the world you were, if you were um, still in Scottsdale or, you know, traveling to the military bases or wherever you were. And I wrote you and in tears, I just said, I feel devastated. I feel like my life has ended and I'm just too old to be starting over. You know, I ran to Barnes and Nobles and, there, and I got an email that said, hey, um, the school needs an emergency contact. And I thought, Lord, I don't even have someone to have an emergency contact. So I wrote you and you wrote me back within the hour. Oh my goodness. I could cry now because I remember the day. I remember the moment I was sitting in my living room amongst all those boxes. And you said, oh honey, I know exactly how you feel. I'm cheering you on with my pink pom-poms right now. And I just want you to feel like I'm just giving you the biggest hug. And you are exactly like that today. And um, now we've become like, I just, you know, kindred spirits, best buddies. You live down the street from me. I mean, can that be any crazier? And you even actually helped me edit my book. Well, hey, and speaking of your book, am I proud of you or what? Living your best life is the latest birth in your family. You have four children, right? A yes. wonderful husband, a dog <laughs> that I'm going to steal in the middle of the night. And, you know, I just love your kids. And, but I love your dog more. 
but living your best life. Oh my gosh. You know, it is for working moms, stay at home moms. But let me tell you, when I went through it, you're dealing with things that I go through. I mean, things that any woman goes through because we all have fear and doubt and we lose our sense of self and you know, are we doing the right thing? And who are we? And boy, I tell you, you nail it in your book. Just nail it. And I want you to take some of those principles from that book, which is available, by the way, where? Where all books are sold. All books are sold, just like this podcast will be available wherever you listen to your podcast. And it is absolutely, it nails it. It brings hope. It has humor. It brings encouragement, practical application, biblical application. And I highly recommend it for a young mom. And we're going to have a picture of it, of course, on our social media and on our website. But in the meantime, let's dig in, Stephanie. And I want you to um, just kind of uh, brush stroke what we're going to talk about today. Oh, this is so exciting. So what's interesting about this is during quarantine, we may feel like, you know, we're isolated and overwhelmed and stressed. And when I wrote this book, Living Your Best Life, I wanted to remind moms that it's not about having a perfect life. It's not about having a life that's all wrapped in a nice little bow, but it's in, in, rather it's meant to embrace the mess, you know, to look for the ooey gooey goodness along the journey. So there will always be bills to pay. There will always be dishes to wash, a lawn to mow. And Lord knows we cannot outrun the laundry, right? But right, the lesson, right. <laughs> the lesson is life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. And I know sometimes, you know, this quarantine, it feels different to everyone. Some might have a job that hasn't changed and they're working from home and they're just humming along, right? And then others, they've had pay cuts or a job loss. Some are empty nesters and they don't have anyone at home while another mom has all these littles at home or even a special needs child. And wow, man, are they being tested on different levels. And you know, we forget that, don't we, Stephanie? In our busy world, a lot of times we're caught up with ourselves and we forget that there are a lot of people out there struggling during this pandemic. Absolutely, absolutely. We're all in this together, but we're experience, experiencing it differently. So, you know, life is meant to ebb and flow. It's not, to be, it's not meant to be stagnant. It's not meant to feel like it's a standstill. And oftentimes we might feel like, you know, this is a waiting place or it's wasted space. Like what's happening here? Well, you know, there's such uncertainty. What will the economy look like? What will life look like when it opens back up? And there's a lot of pressure of finances and kids and laundry and bad nails. Oh my goodness. Don't even get me started on my roots. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm telling I look like the wicked witch from the West. So that will, that goes unsaid, but I know that you have, um, you know, you're discussing the problem, but you also have some solutions, a gift you have, you've broken it down from the problem to the gift, to the revelation. And then you're going to end with giving us five steps to keeping your sanity during this quarantine, this isolation time. Dig in, Stephanie, tell us about it. Okay, well, the gift is quarantine. 
because it's really given us a chance to insert ourselves into the lives of our family members, um, spend time on the floor playing Legos and pu puzzles with the littles or after dinner walks with the kids. I know I have a son that's leaving for college soon and I was trying to insert myself into his life like Thursday night dinner. And now we have so much more time together. It's a chance to reorganize your budget. I know for me, I was able to look at some things and go, oh my gosh, I have these memberships that I didn't need anymore. So I was able to hone down some of those, um, some of the finances. Also, I'm able to look back and go, I have friends who've started a new business out of necessity, like their old business, they lost it and now they're creating something else. And um, so there's a lot of goodness. It's a, the quarantine can be a gift if we really look at it. There is a silver lining in everything. Well, and the, I love what you say, say, and you always have, I love, one of the things I love about your book is you have such great one-liners, but I love where you say we can't always change the situation, but we can adjust our perspective. So what you've done is showed us how this isolation and this um, distancing can be a gift in a lot of ways. And what's the revelation about it all? Well, it's amazing how resilient we can be. The revelation is, is don't allow the to-do list to become your boss because really spending time with humans has no box to check. It feels like maybe we're in a waiting place and this time is wasted, but it's not. There is such strength in the struggle. We are such resilient people. I know sometimes, have you looked in like a national park it might be on fire from say a lightning strike. And we're thinking there is devastation here, but in the fire, those pine cones open up in the heat of it and the seeds spread and new growth occurs. So we're like that too. Just remember there is strength in the struggle and life will not be perfect. It's just maintenance. Oh, I love that. I love it. I'm a, such a visual person. I just love that. Um, give us, and you've got a focus group too, right? Yes, I have lots of friends. Actually, a lot of them from your Just Moved Ministries, your organization, a lot of friends that I've, I've met. And that, of course, gives you an opportunity to keep your finger on the pulse of moms as well as how applicable what you write about and speak about um, applies to this pandemic. Tell us about some ways to let off steam. Oh my gosh, and, and this will include me, I know. Absolutely, we've just got to remember Ephesians 2.10 says that God created us as a masterpiece to do great things. He didn't say, oh, you're okay or you'll do. He said, he said, you are a masterpiece. And so I know this time is tough right now, but I met with all those women. I've focused grouped so many of my friends, and this is what we came up with. Number one, sit in the car alone, get away from the kids. And maybe you're in the house by yourself and you're an empty nester, but listen to music. You know, really when you, when you have a new attitude, it creates a new mood. So get in there and sing and laugh and dance and make yourself feel heard. Absolutely, I mean, yeah, and that's huge, is when you feel better, when you just kind of get rid of all of those pressure cooker feelings, you really do feel like a new woman, a release, right? Absolutely, 
And the second one is FaceTime a friend. You know, it, it's important to actually see them face to face. I've had some friends that I would text them and they just didn't sound like they were themselves. So I called them and they would be like, oh, I was full of anxiety or uh, fear. And then once we began to FaceTime a friend, oh my goodness, we were sharing war stories and laughing and crying and, and laughing again. And then the, in the end, it's like, what is life, you know, without community and connection? Oh yeah, that, listen, that's one of my mantras in life. It, it's all about building community and connection. And you are so right, FaceTime, even a phone. Listen, I've been on the phone more the last month than I have in years because we always text, 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 email. But yes, that connection, the voice, the face, it's huge. Yeah, even with you and I right now, I mean, we were just going to do audio, but now that I can look at your face, I'm like, why not? This is a great conversation with a friend. Let's do yeah, it. Totally, totally. Okay, I'm excited. Keep going. Okay, number three, give yourself grace. You know, right now we're teaching the kids and at school they have a teacher and a cafeteria worker, a PE coach. You know, we're doing all the things. And I mean, I didn't even know that Pluto was no longer a planet. And oh my gosh, here I am teaching kids. Like what has this world come to, right? So give yourself virtual gold stars. It's easy to say, oh, I didn't do, I didn't do well today. I didn't feed the kids, you know, all of the, the colors of the rainbow and they just had a Rice Krispie treat for a snack. Like look up and instead of giving yourself the mom guilt, just say, oh my gosh, I am awesome because I'm their mom. Well, yes, you're their mom and you're the only one, but you're doing a great job. They ate today. They slept in a great bed. You know, um, you're winning. They had toilet paper. They had toilet paper. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's right. And you know, I have found as a mom and as a grandmother and as a woman that I always look at what I haven't done rather than focus on what I have done. And I think we're prone to do that. And that can take us on a downward spiral too. We're never going to accomplish everything in a day anyway, are we? Exactly. Exactly. Well, what the else? What else? Always outrun us. It yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. I'm excited. What's number four? Okay. Number four, Take time for yourself. And I know people go, oh, well, I would love to, but do you know that I'm in here with about six squirrels that I've been living with, you know, for a month? But it is possible. You can eat chocolate in the backyard. You can watch your favorite TV show after they go to bed. You can talk with your spouse and say, look, I need 30 uninterrupted minutes to take a bubble bath because you hear yourself. It's like, mom, 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 all day long. You need your brain to allow itself to heal, right? So go on a walk, a walk, take a bike ride, enjoy nature, but you need to take time for you. That is so true. And I take my walk, I walk one day and bike ride the next day, my, my little pink bike around the neighborhood. And I have found that that really does clear my mind and I can come home with a totally different perspective because you're right, it kind of empties your brain, allows it to heal itself. 
And I you love- know, I was walking the dog the other day and you passed by on your pink bike. That's and right. It totally I did. made my day. That's <laughs> did. And we stopped in the middle of the street, six feet apart or more and Absolutely. just visited. <laughs> I was, I'm so relationally starved as so many women are who are at home. Uh, it's, you know, these are great, great ways to let off steam. Okay. And what's next? Okay. So I want to remind women in Matthew 10, 29, it says, but not a single sparrow falls to the ground without your father knowing it. So all the fears you have and the anxiety and the unknowns and uncertainty, I just want you to know that he cares for you. All right. So number five, reframe, um, reframe your mindset. It's so easy to get stuck like, Oh, I'm a victim but what can I learn from this? What can I learn in this struggle? Because there's always pain, but we can create a platform. So just look at it and see, you know, just write down the silver linings. Thank you, Lord, for more time to create breathing room in my life. Thank you, Lord, that I have more time to spend with my family, to reset my priorities, to take my business to a a different level. So perspective is key. Well, and, and I love the fact, you know, to just, if you don't have a journal, just write down on a scratch piece of paper, everything you're grateful for. Because again, so many times we dwell on what we don't have and how life is not perfect rather than count our blessings. So I love that, that important ingredient. Absolutely. Because in the end, Life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. Absolutely. And I know you've got some wonderful scriptures all through the book that you reflect on and some super great biblical principles, which is, I love a book to have biblical application and practical. So I know Ephesians 2.10, I love what you said. Um, this is your moment to shine. That's what you said, Stephanie Pletka. But <laughs> Ephesians 2.10 says, you are a masterpiece created to do great things. Absolutely. And if I learned anything from Just Move Ministries, it's women have more power than we think. And, you know, our attitude sets the tone for the entire family. So however we feel, however we're acting, it's being placed on them. And their little minds are doing the same thing. So if we say, um, oh, the sky is blue today, it's gorgeous, or the sky is falling, they're going to act the same way. So create the tone. You have the power to be the decider of how your life is going to run and what your family will look like. And share with us Galatians 6, 9, where you've uh, really made that key, I think. Let us not become weary in doing good for you will reap a harvest of blessings if you don't give up. And, and that is key because I love, again, your one line goodness is on the other side of perseverance. Yes. Goodness is on the other side of perseverance. If we don't give up, I mean, the Lord says, if you keep going, don't give up because there's goodness on the other side. Where you went, where you went in this book, you know, what is amazing is how God has used this book, not when everything is normal in our lives, but chaotic and undefined. But now in the middle of this pandemic, Stephanie 
you have really resonated with the young mom at home. And there's so many applications we can pull from this book. And of course, I know you um, speak to young moms, you speak all over and, you know, write, and you're so into social media. Tell us how, if someone wants to contact you, how do they contact you? Yes. So Stephanie Pleka, P-L-E-T-K-A. So at Stephanie Pleka is where you can find me on all social media, stephaniepleka.com, the website, and you can purchase my book where all books are sold. And I just want to remind women, you know, it says in the word, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that's not, I can do all things through Stephanie or Susan. We have to remember that the one who is in control is the creator who made us. Thank you, Stephanie, for being my special guest today and uh, for taking time in the midst of chaos right now in your home. What's going on right now in your home? Oh, <laughs> you said my it goodness. <laughs> well, I have, I, I have four kids, and they range from high school to elementary school, and one leaves for college soon. And I have a husband who's on conference calls all day long, and in every room right now, there is a Zoom going on with their classes. And so I'm actually in my bedroom and I have one of the kids write a little note that says, do not disturb mom. She's recording. So we're just all in every nook and cranny of the house right now. Well, I am delighted that you joined me today and thank you for listening to Hope for the Uprooted. This is Susan Miller. I'm so glad you joined me. You know how I love the, the pleasure of your company and love the fact that I think, gosh, there's one person listening. Oh, well, then it's all going to be okay. And so thank you. And we will uh, tune in together again real soon. And in the meantime, never give up and never lose heart. Hope for the Uprooted with Susan Miller is a production of Just Move Ministry. Just Move Ministry is a nonprofit, non-denominational ministry dedicated to the emotional well-being, spiritual growth, and ongoing resilience of women uprooted by a move or other major life change. Susan Miller is the founder of Just Move Ministry and the author of After the Boxes Are Unpacked. Around the world, women uprooted by a move are gathering in After the Boxes Are Unpacked study groups. Together, they form friendships, and find belonging in a new community while seeking to understand how God is using their move to grow and deepen them. Learn more at justmoved.org, where you can sign up for weekly words of encouragement, subscribe to Bloom, an inspirational publication, and read new articles every month that inform and inspire. Join the Just Moved community and the Just Moved community Facebook group a place to connect with and be encouraged by other women anticipating or recovering from a move.